0: right all right ladies and gentlemen how are y'all doing this is breaking news yes this is ryc praise news i'm your anchor on the scene orlando page And, man, I am so honored. We've been speaking with a lot of different uh, CHH artists and a lot of musical artists, just gospel artists, uh, period. And just to update it and let you all know, we're not just here interviewing gospel artists. um, We're here interviewing anybody that has anything to do within the gospel to be able to help spread the word on what you are doing within the family. So just get that out there. But today... Um, we are honored to be able to speak with uh, this young man, Mr. Pinckney. Uh, the brother has been around for a while, man. He's been on the go doing his interviews. He just released a new project. Um, hey, so we're going to touch on a little bit of everything, man. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Pinkney, how are you doing, sir?
1: Man, I'm doing well, and I'm, I'm really happy to be here, man. Uh, thank you for having me, man. I'm humbled and honored, brother. Hey, not a problem, man. The pleasure is all
0: ours, most definitely. Um, I've been sitting back watching and listening to your music and just, you know, seeing what you've been doing. Um, You've actually been, you know, very instrumental in supporting what we're doing on our side, so we just, you know, we'd just like to say thank you for that. So definitely it doesn't go unnoticed. Um, Can you let the folks know? Uh, not a problem. Um, can you let the folks know a little bit about yourself? I mean, like a little bit of your uh, testimonial background.
1: Yeah, so Mr. Pickney, and that's really my biological name. When I transitioned from a, from a secular artist to a Christian artist, um, when I was looking for, like, what my name was going to be, because I had a different name as a secular artist, uh, you know, mm-hmm. God was like, you know, you're going to, you're gonna use your biological name, you you on you your grown man's type of thing, and I was like, okay, so that's how Mister Pickney had had got birth. I'm I'm from the West Coast. I'm from Long Beach, California. I uh, grew up on the East Side. I grew up pretty much in church, and um, when I got 18, I ended up in the military, and then that's where me and my relationship with God got kind of strange. Um, mm-hmm. I I was in the military. I lived in another country for for about three years, and basically I got out of the military at about 22, around 24, 25, maybe even 26, I experienced uh, my first uh, time of being, like, homeless, and then that was when God kind of, like, got my attention. And just to make a long story short, the Holy Spirit basically told me, we're going to do this either one or two ways, you know, my way or your way. And, um at that moment I had decided that I was gonna do it as far as like a Christian artist, but it was still about five years later before I really started as far as the music. Um I'm also a pastor as well, so at that time I just really was concentrating on on being the pastor and focused on, you know, the pulpit and I really wasn't doing no music so I, I was I had went through about a six year hiatus of as far as the music. And then when I met my wife in ministry, she basically was like, you know, you're not happy. I need you to do what makes you happy. And at that time is when I first told her that I did music. So my wife didn't even know that I had did music. So once I told Mm. her that, she was basically like, I want you to do what makes you happy and I support you. And, you know, for me that was really big because when I was doing secular music, um, you know, to 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 explain to a, a female like you do music, and if you're not really making money off it, it's really hard to get them to the support like that. And so, oh, my wife say it really again, just, brother. Yeah, yeah. So my wife is really instrumental on Mister Pickney Band birth because she pushed me and she supported me and she was like, you know, do what you got to do. And um, and then I and then I began the process, man. I did about four albums in like a year and a half, man. So so I've been um. I've been I've been I've been at this thing, uh, going hard in the paint, um, with passion and zeal for God, just like I do the pulpit, man. I, I treat the music the same way, man. Everything I do is is one hundred on ten. A lot of passion because I'm really passionate about the word of God. I'm I'm passionate about the love of God and I'm passionate about God's people. So so um that's that's really the that's really the short version of it. <laughs> <clears throat> amen, amen.
0: Now with <clears throat> excuse me. One thing that uh, I wanna pull from that is that you said that you are a pastor. So with the past that you had as far as being homeless, um the 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 life that you lived within the military and traveling around, things of that nature. Do you uh, see that you being a pastor and what you have gone through, um, does that make you a little bit stronger behind the pulpit to say, hey, I have gone through this, that, and the third, other than a pastor that may not have had the same types of trials and tribulations, or do you feel that everybody is on an even plane?
1: Uh, I definitely think the, the, the trauma, if you want to call it, and the homelessness and the things like that, I, I definitely think that that plays a part in it because, you know, as a pastor, you know, we're dealing with people, one thing I've noticed is, when we, you know, what, if you haven't really experienced a lot of things with God, brokenness, if you haven't really experienced God's love and different things of, the, of that nature, you can see the zeal being different in people you know once you kind of experience God and you if you've seen uh you know to be homeless and then to go from that to just like having a whole bunch of things and you know that God did it it brings a different kind of level of passion and and, and zeal for God and so I definitely think that that, that played a, a, a definitely think it played a part because I'm at the point now in my life you know, you can't really tell me. You can't tell me God is not real. You you cannot tell me that He doesn't love me. You cannot tell me that He's not a miracle worker. You cannot tell you know, there's a lot of things you cannot tell me now where before you might have been able to you might have been able to tell me that. Once he's proven himself to us, it it does come with a certain level of of passion and just um steadfastness, can't be moved. Now that doesn't make me perfect by far, it doesn't make me perfect. It just makes mm-hmm. me um uh, unmovable, like I'm like that tree by the riverbank, you know, not easily just moved or swayed by by uh, what I hear or may or may even necessarily see. Like God has definitely proven Himself to me in that, and he's and he's still doing it, you know, uh, to this day. So yeah, to answer the question, I think it definitely had a lot to do with it, at least for me. I you know I can't speak for everybody, but you know it definitely right. played a part for me. Right
0: now, one thing that I've seen over the years, uh, uh, speaking to different artists and different pastors, things of that nature. Now, I, I have seen a little bit of a difference with um, the the passion to worship Christ and the passion to make sure that they they keep Christ within their their tongues and within their mouths is from other countries. Like a lot of times, I have experienced on interviewing a lot of artists from, like, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, um, Zambia, you know, different countries, different areas, and it seems like they have that, 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 that passion and that zeal and that love for, for God. Like you just said, nobody can tell you God isn't real. Nobody can't tell you that God doesn't love you, and that's the same passion that I see within them. Not saying that I don't see it in the United States, or, you know, with our people here in the USA, but it just seems like it's a little bit stronger. And my question to that is, do you think a lot of our pastors and maybe some of, you know, our non-pastors, brothers and sisters, should make trips over to other countries to to be of the pick up that fire or to, to see what they've gone through to be able to
1: bring that, that zeal and that fire back home? That's a really good question, and it's funny you say that. A lot of times and well, first of all, I believe yes, but uh, but let me spin it. Me and my wife, like mm-hmm. she, she does a lot of watching stuff on YouTube and other countries when people like worship, and she always tell me because she knows, she knows that I've traveled around the world. And she's always like, man, I would love to go to a church over here or in that country because look how they worship. So I, I mm-hmm. think the underlining I think the underlying to that is that, first of all, we're Western, we're Western civilization, United States. When you travel abroad, we're considered Western civilization, and I think when it came to as far as the Word of God, I think when it got to the to, to the United States and Western civilization, it it, it because of the because of the because of our country because of the history of our country, a lot of it is like it's watered down like i mean even when you even when you think about like truth um, biblical names god real Hebrew original name you're not taught that in america you're not you're not we're not really taught a lot of truth and and I know this can be a touchy situation, but you know one of the one of the first things that i I remember when I started reading the bible and and in my pastoral shit was that it's God's will that we come to the knowledge of truth. And a lot of times you got to ask yourself, well, what is that truth? Because if you look at people in the United States, if you look at people all over the world, everybody claims to be 100. I keep it a hundred. Everybody claims to be, (laughs) to be, you know what I mean? Everybody claims to be truth. but, But at the end of the day, how can one person say one thing about God and somebody else say something different and everybody be true. So we know that all truth is not truth is what I'm trying to get at. And I think that your right. questions that you ask about the zeal and the passion, when you see people that come from other countries, certain things that we say in America and certain names that we use in America, if you go to another country, those names don't even exist because they were never taught the watered-down version. They were never taught uh, a myth or whatever. They were taught truth, and I think that that plays a big Part and the passion of the people. Um, I, I think that's a really good question, and it's a really good uh, synopsis that you even bring forth. Because a lot of people, from what I notice in interviews, a lot of people from Western civilization, there's a lot of things that they don't even remotely know when it comes to the things of God. Because we're not taught mm-hmm. that. We're not taught that in our in our universities. We're not. We're taught a propaganda. We're taught the same lie that they've been telling us for thousands of years, even in America. So that's why right. sometimes you got to go outside. That's why your with your question. When you see a lot of people that travel abroad, other countries, and then they come back to America, that's why they got such a different zeal and a different passion. Even go back to Malcolm X. When Malcolm mm-hmm. X came back, when Malcolm X came back from Jerusalem from his trip to the motherland. And 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 when he came back, he had a whole different mindset, even about how he felt about the nation of Islam, that ultimately cost him his life. And I'm gonna just keep right. it there for you know, just to keep it you know, blatant. I'm gonna just keep it there. So that shows you something. <laughs> that shows you, you know. And and so yeah, I, I think it's definitely a, a a a combination, and it definitely plays a part. When you get to travel abroad and you get to learn other things, you learn things that America wouldn't dare want to teach us just so they can keep us brainwashed or keep us slept or sleeping in a particular area. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. That, uh, and we know that everybody's not going to be able to afford to travel and things like that, but that's why the Bible requires us to study to show our self-approved, rightly dividing the truth, and never told us to just read. And, and most Christians – I, that I noticed, not all, but a lot, they don't even study. They they read. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of Christians don't even read. I, man, I'm a pastor. It's, it's a lot of Christians that come to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. They don't own no Bible. You know, and, and it just it's mind-blowing. Like, just because you come to church every Sunday, Christianity goes way past church attendance. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if it was just about showing up to church every Sunday, then there will be a lot of other things that wouldn't be required, you know what I mean? so it's it's much more than just I, 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 as a pastor, I can't even promise you that you can just make you, that you will make it into the kingdom by just showing up every Sunday. I don't even teach that way because that's not truth. That's really not truth. It, it takes way more than just your your presence in a sense. so so yeah, I love that question, man. that's a really good, really good question
0: all right all right thank you thank you
1: now um the reason why i even went on
0: into that is because a a lot of the music that you have sent and that we have playing on our radio station i've had time to sit back and listen to it and just listen to your voice um a lot of artists and one thing that always used to draw me to artists is the inflection of their voice is the passion of how they, um, release their, their, their music and how they release the, the words, do you really feel what you're saying? Regardless if it was when I was listening to secular or, you know, now when I listen to nothing but, you know, gospel music. My number right. one pet peeve is, do I feel what you're, what you're, what you're rapping about or what you're singing about in the studio. If I don't feel right, it, right. it's like, okay, well, i really, they're just doing it over the beat. And um, right, one right. thing that I can say is that, you know, I, I do feel your delivery. I feel how you release it. I kind of put your delivery, and I don't know if anybody else has said this, though, I kind of put it as that you're, um, you're a poet rapper you know, it, yeah. it seems like you're, you're doing it so poetically and releasing it over a beat, but you're you more so listening to the firmness of what you're saying other than paying attention if you're, you know, paying attention to the music or not.
1: So have you, yeah, um, y- what kind of, um, Glenn? No, I was going to just say that's very interesting because before I did music, I wrote, I wrote poetry. Mm -hmm. see and you didn't know that about me so that's very yeah you definitely picked that up yeah i I used to write poetry you know for girls and just little things like that and then it turned into songs later on but i just wanted to throw that out there because you you mentioned that that part Mm -hmm. go ahead ask me what you was gonna ask me yeah but that's no i was just going to say the um
0: mm, man Slip, slip my mind for a minute there. But, okay, I'll, it'll, it'll come back to me. But uh, let's jump on into the project that you have out uh, now. The project that you have now, uh, I believe, is The Cure. Now, let
1: the folks know a little bit about that project. So so February 14th last year, Valentine's Day last year, I had released two, two albums a week apart, one called The Harvest is Plenty and one is called The Labors Are Few. And I released them as, like, mixing these for free on Reverb Nation. And then, as you know now, as well as I know now, 30 days later, around the middle of March, we get hit with this global pandemic. So mm. I had continued, God was continually pressing my heart with these with these songs. And so, now, remember, I just said I released two albums with, like, 14 songs on one and another 15, 17, so this is like 31 songs I just released 30 days prior to this. Now, I'm back in the studio recording, not knowing why, and I just kept telling my wife, I'm just, I just feel this unction. I'm just, I'm just obeying God. I'm just writing these songs, and I'm recording, I'm recording. After I got to about five songs, now we're almost around April, because my birthday is April 29th, so now we're around the middle of April. God says, you know, he told me we're going to do this album. It's going to be called The Cure. And basically, I'm the cure to this pandemic. I'm the cure to all this stuff that's going on. And we're going to release it a year later when everybody starts talking about the pandemic again, the, like the year anniversary. We're going to release this album called The Cure. And basically, the theme of the album is no, no matter what it looks like, no matter what side are you on, Christian or not, the cure to all this is not a vaccine, it's not a mask, it's not social social distancing, it's not whatever other thing that your country or your state is trying to push. The cure is is, is God, Yahweh. And so I said, Okay, Lord, I kept on recording and then he gave me the he gave me what the album cover was gonna look like. He gave me the order to put the songs once we were complete. He gave me every little strategic thing. And I told my videographer and my engineer in the studio, I said, this is going to be interesting. I said, because this time next year, which is where we was at on Saturday when I had my release party, February thirteenth, twenty 2021, I said, we're going to release this album. And I said, and it's going to be, it's going to be really crazy because it's going to be the year, basically the year anniversary of, of us dealing with COVID, and they're going to be pushing a vaccine and talking about all this stuff. And I'm going to be coming out talking about forget the vaccine, it's the cure. And so here we are a year later, and they talking about this vaccine and all this. this now, remember, this is back hmm. like in April. Here we are a year yeah. later. they talking about all this vaccine. They're pushing all this stuff, all this social injustice, all this stuff happened. And now when I go back and I listen to the album, I understand why he gave me songs like, changes coming as far as for dealing with the social injustice and different things like that. And I was just, my mind was just so, I was just so awed. That's that's the thing what I'm saying about God, man. When you really have a relationship with God and he's really using you, he will really have you in so much awe. And, and as Christians, we got to learn just to obey God, even when it don't make no sense. When I was doing this album this time last year, I didn't know even where we would be a year later. At that time, remember they was talking about the COVID was going to last two weeks. Here we are, it's gonna be, gonna <laughs> yeah. going to be we're going to dang going into 2022 with this thing. So, so mm. you know, I just I'm just I'm just grateful for just being obedient because now it's it's, it's making a lot of sense on why he had me uh, do those things and even I'm already starting. The, I'm already I've already started. I'm done writing. I've already started recording the next answer to the cure, which is going to be the rebirth. I'm already starting on oh, that, wow. you know what I mean? So, so, um, yeah, 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 that's been that's, that's in a nutshell. Okay. So that's how we got with the cure. That's how the cure came about. You know, it's the answer to, basically to the times that we're living in right now as far as the social injustice and um, and the pandemic.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now... Since since you just released the album, uh, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the album now before you answer? And this is going to be kind of strange. This is okay. going to be kind of strange. <laughs> before you answer, not good feedback, but feedback that may had made you scratch your head and be like, wow, okay, where did that question come from? Have you gotten anything like
1: that? I have, but not so much about the music. I got it about right before i released the album i had released the track the the, the track listing and then the album cover and i had mm-hmm. about it was about three people so far that had came on the post and was like i thought you was a christian and christians don't believe in blood transfusion and why you got this and got that and and they just totally they didn't get they didn't get it you know like it went right over their head like first of all that's not even what the album cover is about, but, but um, that, that, that's about all I got. And then, you know, a little bit like as far as, you know, what I do lyrically, because I think me being an artist and then me happen to be a pastor, I think it kind of changes the dynamics of my lyrics in a sense because let's just keep it 100. A lot of artists are not like pastors. A lot of, a lot of Christian artists are not pastors. You know, they're, mm-hmm. just, they're, just, they're just Christians. And so, like you say, being a pastor whether whether I didn't have a study life or not, it, it, it would provoke you to have to study because, at least for me, I can't be in the pulpit trying to sell people. I don't sell people dreams or stories. I give them truth. So I think even when you listen to me lyrically, um, it gives me a different dynamics in my in my lyrics because I am a pastor because I do know the word. So I don't necessarily have to give you all the Ecclesiastics three six. First Peter, you know, I don't have to give you I don't have to give you I don't have to try to sell you like ooh look I know the word by trying to quote these scriptures. I can actually take a scripture, Proverbs three and five, what it says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding and he shall direct your path, and then I can just turn it into a lyric, a bar, you know what I mean, without having to give you the Proverbs right. three five. So so, you know, for as far as that sometimes people kind of be like, wow, well, I, I ain't never heard it said like that. Or, or I got a, a really good friend, uh, Apostle Clevin. He's a really good friend of mine out of D.C. And um, he's he's a really uh, what you would call a um, Bible, like he just knows the Bible inside out. And he always gives me the highest praise on his post when he buy my music and listen to it because he, he says, like, the way I can take the word and make it Simple for people to understand, yet make it groovy and then rhyme. You know, mm. it blows his mind. But I tell him it has a lot to do with because I'm a I'm a pastor, so I know the word. Then I can put it in a poetic form or or a rap. But it's the word. But but you find yourself bobbing to the beat and you know. And I and I'm really just grateful for that that, that God can use me like that because like I said. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of the the genre as well, and a lot of artists I listen to, you know, you just don't hear the depth of as far as the ministry part. They're just rhyming, and um, it's almost like, yeah, okay, you're Christian because you say you are, you say God every now and then, but even if you just pick up an album and you look at the song titles, you 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 question like, okay, well, where is God in this? And so for me, mm-hmm. that was my biggest thing with God. I was like, I don't want to be that kind of artist, like. Like just like a pastor, God, if you're gonna go ahead and have me lay hands and speak it to people's lives, I wanna see the results because for me it's not about a show. It's not about look at me, look at me. No, I wanna see results. If somebody got a headache, I wanna go over there and lay hands and, and heal them with a headache, like right now, not it, it shouldn't take six weeks. You keep coming back six weeks from now and we're gonna get we're gonna have an exorcism on your headache. No. We should be able to deal with that right you know what I mean? We should be able to deal with that right, right now. Right. Like I don't I don't like Lord, don't even use me if we're not gonna get the results. So 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 I'm very humbled and honored as far as in that area that uh that God uses me like that. And I had to be really comfortable with how God wanna use me as an artist because like I said, even when you see my live shows, people say like, Man, like for you to be Christian and you got a form of worship in you. But I'm like, what do you mean? The Bible told me in Psalms that he created me to worship. And so right. even as a hip-hop artist, it ain't about hip-hop. It's about, less. so I even sell you on my shows, come come have a glory experience. Come see God. You ain't We ain't coming right. to bob our heads and party. This ain't time to party. People dying. We in the last days. And so and that's kind of like the issue I got with Christian hip-hop right now. You know they doing all these party songs and lit lit looking like the world, and I'm like, where is the where is the ministry? And that's why God says, that's why I'm building up a different army. That's why I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna use you, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So it's not a knock mm-hmm. on other artists. It's just you got to be comfortable with how God wants to use you, and 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 just let Him use you. Amen. Amen.
0: So, sir, let the folks know how they can go about supporting you, how they can go about purchasing uh, your albums, your music,
1: and uh, things
0: of that nature.
1: So as far as the music, uh, right now the, the newest album, The Cure, it's only available on Bandcamp right now. So you can go to Bandcamp and you can get the album in. It's, it's 12 tracks. You will not be disappointed. Like I said, man, that album is I know it's me. It may sound biased, but it's really, it's really, it's worth it. And if it ain't for you, you know, get it for your children. We need, we need to, we need to remind our children about God. These kids don't even know God. So Bandcamp for the Cure. All, I got five albums out. So all the other albums you can get on all your major digital outlets. You know, any any major outlet that's out there. Then the Cure will be on those other digital outlets. It will be on there on March 14th. It's going to release on Spotify and Tidal and all that. Uh, but right now you, you only can get it on the on Bandcamp, and then on March 14th it will be available on all your so, uh, major digital outlets. And as far as bookings and things like that from the pastoral side or or the artist, uh, my email is the best way to reach me, 777 Godson and the son is S-U-N, so G-O-D-S-U-N at gmail.com. And um, we can talk about that. And and I just want to say this because it's it's important for me. I'm not a pastor. I'm not an artist. I don't have no fee. You know, I don't do this for money. I don't have a fee. I'll come out and do whatever you want me to do for free. Now, if you want to bless me through a love offering, I'll let that be between you and God. But I I don't have no fee. You know what I mean? I don't, oh, my Jesus. Charge people and them what God gives what God gives me. I don't I don't charge people for that.
0: Amen. Amen. Well sir, I just want to say thank you very much, man, for allowing us to sit down with you here on RYC Praise News and to chop it up with you and to let the folks know a little bit more about uh what you have going on. And um before I let you go, just let the folks know what, what area are you um in in now? Are you still in the military or are you no, you said
1: you're out now. Okay, this, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely out the military now, but I'm still in California. I'm still on the West Coast. Uh, I still yeah. I'm still representing Long Beach, California, and um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what's going down. And I want to just real say real quick, you know, shout out to you and and RIC Praise News, man, for giving artists like a voice. like your right, radio and a lot of uh, organizations that I've been blessed to connect with. Uh, it's just been unbelievable, man. But without you guys, man, we don't have no voice, man. And that's why I support you guys and I rock with you guys the way I do, man, because you guys, like I said, you guys are, you guys are like the forerunner. You you guys are like John the Baptist for, for us artists. Without you guys, we don't, we don't have a platform. We don't have a voice and no one knows who we are. So shout out to you guys, man. And you much, much more continued success. And I really just hope and pray that God just uses your platform and just blow your mind with it, man, because it's it's definitely needed. It's needed for the kingdom. And, um, and, um, you know, within the body of Christ, we just got to support radio and, and, uh, media outlets like yourself and, uh, that, that help, uh, help us spread the good news, man. So, so shout out to you guys, man. And, uh, you know, me and my family would definitely keep you guys in prayer. Like I said, I pray that God will just blow you guys in mind with, with how he wants to use you guys uh, for the time moving forward, man, if he's not already doing it. So I just wanted to make sure that I share that with the people.
0: All right. Amen, amen. Thank you very much for that, man. Uh, yes, yeah, us and plus a whole lot of other shows and a lot of other radio stations out there that are doing their thing. So salute to everybody out there that's doing it for our Heavenly Father and spreading the good news out there. So just to let y'all know, this is Orlando Page on the scene, sitting down with Mr. Pinkney. Um, this is RYC Praise News. Man, had a wonderful time speaking to this brother. Make sure y'all go check out his brand-new album, The Cure. It's out on all major digital outlets, and we will be sharing this interview plus other interviews on our 24-hour radio station go to bit.ly forward slash R Y T praise news and listen to Mr. Pinkney plus a whole heap of other, uh, gospel artists, man. We have a gospel rock. We have the CHH. We have the Rhythm and praise. We have worship on there. So, uh, we're just a nonstop shop, man. We're taking the gospel to a whole nother level. So, excuse me, with that being, and being said, Peace. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace.